Let's stand and pray and receive Dave and pray for Dave before he comes and gives us a word. Let's open our arms and open our hearts right now. Let's just, just really want to press into the things of God. Just want to get our hearts in a place where our souls can be refreshed, where our souls can be renewed. Jesus, we ask right now that you bring a powerful word into our lives for each individual. Father, you'd speak a word, you'd speak a statement, you'd speak a whole message into us, God. Father, that we would uh, look towards this week, but tonight we would start with a refreshment of your word, God. And so, Father, Lord, we just open ourselves up right now. Father, we, we take away any distractions. Father, we put them to the side. Lord, any problems that we've had during the week, any problems at work, any problems that are maybe happening even on our cars, any problems that we're having with the bank balance, God, right now, just put that aside and just give us a word for the season today. And so, Jesus, we receive that from you, Father, now, and we just allow you to just change our hearts and our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Please be seated. Thanks, Dave. How you guys doing? All right. Man, I was really pumped to use this headset, too, man. You know, I've never used one of these before, and you know, I think the spirit of Britney Spears is coming on me, and I want to start off being like... Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> I like, no, it's just not my thing. Thank God I didn't do that or else I would have gone all crazy on you guys. You know, shaved my head. It's already shaved, so. I'm excited to be here. I'm really thankful and I'm so blessed um, to always just be in community with, with you guys in relationship with Bridgewater. Not many people know, I bet none of you guys know how how did this, um, this, this um, plump little fella named David come into contact with Bridgewater and Roger and the whole team? Uh, I think it was 04. And, um, and um, <clears throat> I was at work one day. I used to work at Commonwealth Bank. And I'm sitting there. I get a phone call. And hello, is this David? Yep. Hey, this is Roger. Uh, your dad referred me to you. Can you guys open up for our concert this coming Saturday? I was thinking, who is this fella? Who is this guy? And um, what is going on? Is this some kind of weird thing that my dad's getting us into? Because my dad's kind of weird like that. He just throws us into anything. If, you, if your dad's a pastor, if you have parents in the, in the ministry, they kind of like sign you up for anything. And my dad does that to me. And so I show up at uh, Richmond TAFE. And um, I'm, we're setting up. And then the whole team, uh, the Bridgewater team is setting up there. And I see... Um, Lots of, lots of guys there, including Henry. Back then, he had this massive afro. And, and then I see this tall guy walking through. And um, I didn't know. It was Roger. And I'm, as these guys are walking through, I'm like, who's Roger? And Roger raises his hand. He's like, yeah, that's me. That was back when he had a short buzz cut like me, back when he was uh, a little less uh, stinkier. And, um, <laughs> and uh, back then, to me, it was funny because I looked at him and, with his skin tone and that small goatee, and uh, that it wasn't so intimidating. And I'm thinking, he looks Latino. Man, does he know how to cook some carne asada burritos? I would love some right about now. And then I find out he's kiwi, and I don't even know what a kiwi was back then. Like, what's kiwi? It's a fruit, right? Oh, he's a fruit. Ah, oh, I like fruits. And then uh, from there, they performed their thing that night. We did our thing, and honestly, we didn't prepare that well. <laughs> but and then the Bridgewater team, you guys come up on stage and we're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And we're so thankful from that day, Ken and I, and you guys know Ken, they're not here with us tonight. They are at the uh, Hawkesbury Baptist Church. 
So we're kind of empty. There's only me and a couple of uh, Lick and Josh with us tonight, and it's kind of weird, huh? Whenever we come together, we come as a, as a whole tribe, and, and uh, we make some noise on stage, and, <laughs> and it's kind of funny because they're over there. Uh, Judah Call, they're performing there. So keep them in prayer. Pray that good work of salvation happens over there. And um, so we're, we're here tonight, and I'm really excited. Um, today is Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. And if you guys know anything about the Bible, it, it, it talks about this time where Jesus enters into Jerusalem. And let's pull out our Bibles. Let's do some little scripture reading, yeah? Like Roger said, it's, it's you know, the Bible, you know, living water. Let's do that, yeah? Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19, verse 28. And it says this. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethpage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down, the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day, what would bring you peace? But now it is hidden from your eyes. I'll stop right there. And this story is, a, is an amazing account of this occurrence 2,000 years ago. And we celebrate it today. Why is it such an important thing for us to celebrate as Christians, as people who believe and follow Jesus Christ? Why is it so important that we remember what happened? If you guys understand with me that the two greatest things that ever happened in history was the birth of Jesus Christ. That's why we celebrate Christmas. And the second greatest thing is the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's why we celebrate Easter. And that's coming up this coming week. And so I think it's really important that as Christians, as, as people who really honor and cherish Jesus in our lives, that we look back at this short narrative that talks about Jesus coming into Jerusalem, meeting his death, and giving up his life as a ransom for us. Amen? So, <clears throat> Palm Sunday. Kind of weird sitting down. I like standing up a little bit, but maybe I'm just fidgety and ADD like that. It's all right. So Jesus comes and he tells his disciples, "Get me this colt. Get me this this new flash ride." 
And he, they go get it. They go, if, if someone asks you, uh, what are you doing? Just say, it's for the Lord. I wish I could do that. You know, go to someone's new, brand new Ferrari and, and I can just ride in it. They're like, what are you doing? It's for the Lord. Ding! Right off with it. You know, it, that's kind of like the scenario here because a colt, a brand new baby uh, donkey or, uh, is, was a commodity. You don't just own whatever. It's like a means of transport. It's a, it's a beast of burden. It's something that helps you to do your work. It gets you from A to B. It carries things for you. And it was a very valuable asset as a, as a Jewish person in Jesus' time. And so they get the cult. They bring it to Jesus. And then to enter into Jerusalem, imagine this, man. They take their coats off. They put it on the donkey. Jesus rides on it. And as they're entering into the city of Jerusalem, imagine the multitudes, the crowds, they see Jesus. And spontaneously, they take off their coats. They put it on the ground right in front of them. And as he's walking in, he's on the colt, riding through Jerusalem. They yell out. And the other gospels um, account this as well. It says, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's a big statement, guys. I mean, we might sing it, okay? We might sing it, and it might sound really good. And we might play some instruments. And, you know, it's, it's typical jargon within the church. Hosanna, yeah, that's a Christian word. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Uh, peace on earth. Yeah, we like peace. Come on, guys. Let's pray for world peace. Peace in the Middle East, that kind of thing. And, but then we got to understand this was a really explosive statement. This was a statement that to a regular Jewish person was loaded with meaning. Because this statement was not reserved for the average person or a nice guy that you met or just some guy coming through the streets no matter how good he looked or where he came from. This statement comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 118. You guys can read it in your own time. And it's known as a messianic psalm, a psalm that was attributed to the Savior who was promised to Israel, the Savior who, who would deliver Israel from bondage. Because at this time, all of Israel was bound under the Roman Empire. They were bound so we don't think about this, that, uh, that the Christian message was born and birthed into a place of extreme oppression, crazy violence, just a lot of insecurities and doubts because if we were Jewish people in Jesus' time,